Hey, Mama. I know getting meals on the table for your family can feel tough, especially finding weeknight-friendly meals that everyone in the family will love. There's a good chance it's why you're here, at least I hope so. Helping moms take the stress out of feeding their family is my biggest passion. It's why I share with you here, and it's why I created the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. If you've ever wished this podcast came with a weekly done-for-you dinner plan with a shopping list and meal prep tips, or maybe a recipe library with over 200 family-friendly recipes, cooking tips, how-tos, and hacks, well, it does, and it's all in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club over on Patreon. Starting at just $3 a month for access to our 200-plus recipe vault with printable PDF recipes, or $5 a month for weekly done-for-you dinner plans, plus the recipe vault and bonus podcasts every month, the Healthy Mama Cooking Club is the dinnertime solution you're looking for. Head to patreon.com slash healthymamachris or click the link in the show notes to try it out for a week free and join over 130 other busy mamas making weeknight meals work with the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. I can't wait to see you in there. All right, let's get on with the episode. Welcome to Healthy Mama Hacks, a weekly mini podcast where I share my best tips for hacking your healthy mama life with simple tips for easier eating, cooking, and living a healthy mama life in 20 minutes or less. Let's do this, mama. Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of Healthy Mama Hacks. Last week, I talked all about how we hack our family grocery budget, how we determine our monthly budget, which is what we're going to talk about today. We subtract any bulk shopping trips or monthly auto ships. For us, that's Thrive Market for pantry staples and Butcher Box for meat. And then we divide this by the rest of the weeks during the month, and we determine what our weekly total is. So we have an amount that works for our family and that we can actually stick to and is actually realistic. If you want to go even further, you can even price out your weekly staples so you have an idea of your baseline. This is something that we did and we took some time to do to figure out what we need each week. And I have a whole episode on this and I will link that down below if you want to learn more about how to create a staple grocery list. And it's really helpful to figure out if it lines up with your budget, those things that you need every single week, and then what you have left beyond your staples. And what this can do is help to calm down any extra buying that might push you over your budget. But the big question a lot of people have beyond me just sharing what works for us, is how do you figure out what your budget should be? And there are a couple ways to determine this. Before I go on, know that I'm not a finance expert. My experience comes from being a former personal chef and actually having to budget groceries for other people for a number of years. Um, and also just my own personal experience creating a grocery budget and sticking to a grocery budget. I did actually take some classes in budgeting when I was in culinary school because it is important to figure out how to actually make the budget that you have work to make the meals that you have planned out. Um, but more more than anything, I am just a mom myself who loves to eat really good food on a budget. So before we jump in, not claiming to be an expert on this, but I, I do have some experience in this. 
So the first step to actually create your grocery budget is that you need to actually have a budget. So you need to create a budget with your income minus all of your fixed expenses. So that's things like mortgage or rent, utilities, insurance, those things that don't change. And then you need to categorize the rest, and that includes food. So it's up to you how much you want to spend on food per month. There's a couple recommendations out there. The recommendation given by Dave Ramsey, um, and I confirmed this with my friend Paige, who's a Dave Ramsey certified financial coach is around 10 to 15% of your income. But this is very individualized. And as she pointed out, it's it's just income-based and it doesn't take into consideration how many mouths you have to feed. For instance, if you only made like $2,000 a month and you're a family of four, that's only $200 a month, which is typically just not enough for groceries. So work within your budget and your family situation. If you have to cut back in other areas, like you don't need cable, but you do need to eat, that might be necessary. The U.S. Department of Agriculture has also laid out guidelines for the average family's food budget at different income levels. So I'm going to lay these out for you guys. And just so you know, the first number is for a family of four with two adults and two children about two to five years. And the second is for a family of four with two adults and two children six to 11 years. So the thrifty category, so the lowest category is somewhere between 569.60 to 653.80. And again, this is just for the U.S. So if you're outside of the U.S., your numbers might be different. Low cost is around $727.60 to $857.60. Moderate cost is $897.40 to $1,071.40. And the liberal plan is $1,108.20 to $1,297.60. And so these are all numbers from last year. I'll put the source down below, but you can actually research different months because it changes month to month what the average family spends. And of course, this all depends on where you live the availability of food, and what your values are in terms of types of food, if you want to buy more organic, if you want to buy more local foods. But this is based on the average family, and it represents what the USDA calls a nutritious diet at four different cost levels. The nutritional bases are um, based on the 1997 to 2005 DRIs, so the kind of dietary guidelines for Americans, and the 2005 My Pyramid food intake recommendations. So based on those recommendations, this is the average amount that families spend based on those recommendations. And this also assumes that all meals are eaten at home, so they're not taking into consideration dining out or takeout. And if you do, then you might want to add that onto your grocery budget or take it out of your grocery budget and have a different line item for that to have a more accurate estimate of how your budget lines up with the USDA guidelines, if that's something that you are actually interested in. I know that for myself, hearing those numbers was really revealing because I was trying for a time to strive for a number that was so much lower than what our food costs should be by their guidelines. We don't follow the food pyramid recommendations to a T by any means. We simply eat the foods that feel best for our family. So for us, that's lots of veggies, high quality meat and fish, high quality fats, some grains and beans and dairy to kind of round it out. And then also some processed foods throw in the, thrown in there as well. So I really had to come to terms with a budget that worked for us and was reasonable for us and our family, both food-wise and finance-wise. And when I did, it became a lot easier to stick to it. So if you don't yet have a budget, here's where I tell you the hard but necessary thing. I want you to start by saving your receipts. 
for at least two weeks, but ideally one to two months. That's four to eight weeks. I want you to add up and figure out how much you are actually spending on food now. And if that lines up with number one, how much you want to be spending, and number two, the way you would like to eat to feel good. So if you're eating in a way that feels good and you're like, okay, this is great, this works for me, but you're still overspending, there are definitely some tweaks that we can make. If you are spending just you know, the baseline amount, but you're also not eating in a way that feels good, that's also an area where we want to make some adjustments. How can you eat in a way that feels good while also sticking to your budget? So now it's your turn. How do you actually decide how much you should spend on groceries per month? Well, it's totally up to you, but here's what I encourage you to consider. Number one, once you have taken the time at least a couple of weeks, if not four to eight weeks, figure out how much are you spending now. Is this a good baseline? Do you want to shift it down or do you want to shift it up to add in some things that might be lacking? How could you cut back in other areas to allow for this? Do you need the like craziest level of Hulu subscription or could you knock it down five bucks a month and then have five more dollars for groceries? I know that doesn't seem like a lot, but five dollars adds up. So the second thing I want you to consider is to consider your income and what does 10 to 15% look like? How does it stack up to the USDA guidelines? There's no set number. It just has to feel right for your family. But really having that little bit of a reality check and going, okay, how much is the recommendation and where does it stack up? And am I being realistic? Number three is to decide whether or not you'll add in dining out and takeout to this as well. Again, this is totally up to you. We keep our family dinner fund separate, and we just take this into consideration when we're budgeting for the rest of the month. But it's up to you whether you want to lump it in there, especially if you take out more often, you might want to, or keep it separate. And number four, if you've If you're just starting out and you've never budgeted and never tracked your expenses or you don't want to, start saving your receipts now. I hope it was helpful to figure out how to start to determine what your grocery budget is for the month. And then, of course, based on what your grocery budget is for the month, we can figure out what we need to spend weekly. And next week, I'm going to share with you how to actually spend your grocery budget. So now that you know how much to budget for groceries, how are you going to go ahead and actually spend that money? As always, thank you so much for listening, and don't forget to connect with us in the Healthy Balanced Mamas Facebook community. It's just facebook.com slash group slash Healthy Balanced Mamas, and we have Friday coffee chats every Friday to chat about lots of topics, including the topics of these Healthy Mama Hacks episodes. So I would love to see you there. I'd love to have you be a part of the conversation. Until next time, have a beautiful weekend, and I'll catch you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Healthy Balance Mama podcast. If you loved it, would you take a screenshot and share it with a friend over on Instagram and tag me in it? It helps me so much to know what you love and are taking away from each episode. If you really loved it, would you hop over to iTunes and give me a star rating and review? Every rating and review helps this podcast be seen and heard by more women who need to hear the message of balance and wellness without deprivation. It's the best free gift you could give me. And as a reminder, the information and opinions on this podcast are meant for education and inspiration only and are not to be taken as medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Please consult with a trusted practitioner before making any changes. Have a beautiful day, friend, and I'll see you in the next episode.